Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey, y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be back today. Y'all, I have a special guest with us. I have an author, a parent who has survived these young years and teenage years, and an Episcopal minister, somebody who is in leadership, who is faithful, and her name is Jerusalem Greer. Jerusalem, we are so glad that you are here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Jerusalem, you are an author of some wonderful books. And the one that I most recently read was actually your older one. What year did you write? A Homemade Year? Uh-huh. A Homemade Year, I think, came out in 2013. I think that's right. It's hard to remember. That was a lot of years ago at this point. It was. I mean... But it's so relevant. Well, so a homemade year is all about living a liturgical year at home, right? Or Mm -hmm. living a faith-based year at home, even if you don't follow the traditional liturgical calendar or church year calendar. Um, It's about living a a faith-filled year at home intentionally with your family, no matter what ages they are. Um, And that's something we can all do, no matter what stage of life we're in, differently. And we've definitely all been home for the past year (laughs) in various ways. So. It has turned out to be um, pretty evergreen in terms of content and then maybe even a little bit more relevant right now um, since we're all looking for ways to do faith at home. Yeah, absolutely. But I have to say, like, it's a great foundation for then the book that has come out recently at Home in This Life because I just thought it was wonderful that you put on there finding peace at the crossroads of unraveled dreams and beautiful surprises. If that doesn't fit where we are in today's world, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Yeah. There's never been another year for busted dreams and, you know, unraveled plans and expectations as, as the past 12 months, I think. Um, so, how do we do, how do we help parents deal with that with their kids? Um, well, I think so here's here's the thing. I was a history major in college, which has nothing I used to think has nothing to do with what I was actually called to do, right? Or discerned eventually that I was called to do. But being a history major has actually turned out to be really helpful in this season in particular because Living through something hard like a pandemic in the grand scope of history is not that unusual. And generations before us lived through 
equally or harder things. They lived through the depression, they lived through World War II, um, especially those in Europe who were, you know, the most affected by the implications of World War. Um, there have been other pandemics, there have been other natural disasters. And, um, and so what I try to tell people is we just, you know, I think we kind of thought that we had drawn the lucky straw in terms of the history of the world, and we were going to get away with not having to go through anything hard, um, especially Gen Xers. I'm a Gen Xer. And so I think we thought we had kind of like, you know, we, we came out of school just as the time that the Berlin Wall came down. And so the Cold War was over. And now we have all this technology and we're not going <laughs> to have to face anything hard. Right. And instead, you know, we're handed this this pandemic and, and kind of really multiple things at the same time, different things going on in, in our world and our country at the same time as the pandemic. So I think we tell our kids, you can do hard things. We can all do hard things. Mm. And we don't, I don't know. I don't think that, that having it easy is a birthright mm. of being human. Mm -hmm. When our expectations of how our lives should be, and when that becomes like the thing that we're chasing, the most important thing, then we're going to just set ourselves up. And I think teaching kids early on that we always show up and do the hard work and offer kindness, no matter what the situation is, that's the more mm. important thing, right? So I wouldn't say tell your kids to just get over it, but I also would say um, they're going to be fine because generations upon generations upon generations have weathered worse. Um, mm. We've all still, we're still here. Whew. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes, girl. Yeah. And I think it's been helpful in some ways, especially to our family. And I've heard it from other families too, that sometimes like we have as parents want to be sure that we, you know, try to make a clearer path for our kids, right? We don't, we want we want to help them and make things easier for them because it's hard to sit by and watch your child struggle with X, Y, or Z. And, and you know, it just helped my kids kind of recognize that there are hard things that we can't get you out of. Right. And perhaps there are hard things that you're doing now that we shouldn't be getting you out of. Yeah, it's so true. And, you know, so I have, I have a 20 year old and a 16 year old and the 16 year old, um, a couple of years ago was fussing about having to do a class that he thought was stupid, right? Like, you know, <laughs> when am I going to use this? One of those things. Yeah. I hear and, that. When am I going to use this version of math? And I said, maybe never, you may never use this math, but what you will know how to do is go to work mm. when you don't feel like it and do the thing your boss asks you to do, even though it sounds stupid, because you've learned how to show up and do the thing you don't feel like doing every day. Like mm. school doesn't just teach our kids head knowledge, the point of 
education or, or any mastery isn't just to teach you the head knowledge, it's to teach you the discipline of tenacity and resilience, mm-hmm. right? Like this whole thing about you should only do what brings you great joy. Pay my mortgage doesn't bring me great joy. <laughs> Living in my house brings me great joy, right? So I have to do the thing that doesn't bring me great joy in order to get to the thing that does. And that Mm -hmm. is what doing your algebra homework teaches you. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are. I mean, that's the thing about our kids. I don't think we're supposed to raise happy kids. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in your wholeness. Ooh. So. Wow. That's good. That's what I'm going for. (laughs) I'm not interested in your happiness. I'm interested in your wholeness. Yeah. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.